right, I'm going to introduce you. Because last week, as you know, you were late. I wasn't late because I was saw late. you standing. You was late. I was I was late as you. You were standing outside the door waiting to come in, and you were you can when you listen back, you sound like you just done the hundred meters. You're absolutely gasping for breath all That's the way through. That's because I ran up the stairs. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you right. I wanted to get started, <laughs> and, and for the very reason it's yeah. what's going on now. It's a load of divering. I just uh, want to start the show. So can we do it in your poshest voice? Right, where you go? Okay. Hello, everybody. This is episode 11 of If it's You're Happy. It's not. It's episode 12. It's episode 12. Hello, everybody. This is episode 12 of If You're Happy Now with me, Miles Chapman, Ricky Grover, and Sam Underwood. A dozen. It's a dozen, isn't it? Yeah. A dozen. dozen yeah. episodes. What are we going to talk about today? How are you doing? Eggs. Let's eggs. talk about eggs. Should we talk about eggs? Yeah. I love eggs. It's uh, supposed to affect the way you, your mood is, though, because of the, uh, the hormones in them. Ricky, really? are we talking hens or Easter? Both. <laughs> <laughs> all the eggs, all the eggs are really cheap now. If you notice, you're going to garage. And they're trying to knock them out now. Yeah, so they're calling me. It's a bit like Halloween stuff. It's Call like, me. yeah, you know, when when on the first of November, all the Halloween gear is like five p. Yeah, no, no one sits, oh, no, it's all no, sitting yeah. there looking it's sorry. All, for it's all sitting there. Yeah. No, no proper eggs, proper eggs you buy. So I try and get the older uh, organic free range, so they ain't got too many um, chemicals in them and all that game. Yeah. Because that affects your mood. It really does. I don't know why I'm doing it, because I'm more fed up than I've ever been. <laughs> so are you, are you still taking the magnesium? I'm on the magnesium. And it hasn't made any difference? Well, I don't know how I feel, be honest, Miles. I've, I've really had a... It was on me really bad yesterday, last night. Yeah, you've night. not had a great week. Right? I've not had no. a great week, so I'm really struggling, and I really don't want to go back on the tablets, but I don't know if I've got the choice. I don't know how <coughs> I am. Do you know what? I'm fed up with being fed up. I know. Well, I, I I still maintain that if you're uh, chronically depressed or down, which you are, so it's long term, you should look at the medication, get something done. Because I still maintain we're not meant to feel like this. This is not a human default to feel shit all the time. But are we meant to take Prozac? I don't know. Well, you, you I, I weigh it up, haven't you? Well, I don't man know. Up. I can't make that decision man for you. <laughs> yeah, you're mad yeah. up. <laughs> you are you on a good day's work? Yeah. Get yourself a spine. <laughs> Give yourself a sloosh and get out there and start grafting. Have Just a cup of um, tea. Now, I'm, I'm going to show it. It was my 50th. <laughs> Stop thinking about yourself. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> too much time to think about yourself, mate. But there is, a, there is actually, there is a, there's a large slither of truth in that because I think I said last week that uh, depression anxiety is very self-indulgent. And I think a lot of it comes from thinking too much and ruminating too much on negativity, and that's what brings you down. I had murders I do believe that. last night. I had raring doors last night. Because what I want, when I'm really down, I just want someone to come put their arms around me and say, it's going to be all right, you're all right. And I know that may be wallowing in self-pity a bit, but what happens in my house is everyone just goes cold on me, <laughs> starts calling me fat pig and all that. <laughs> It's the last thing I need. <laughs> I just go to bed with my eyes filled up. They, I, I was just like, I just had to walk away from it because I'm just sort of, what happened was I eat the biscuits. I got the biscuit tin out, which that basically means whatever's in that biscuit tin's gone. <laughs> what, no if lot. you open the tin, you'll do the lot. If I open the tin, that's it, end of. It's the addictive thing. So I know I'm going to, I, I, I cut the tea and I thought, right, do you know what? It's on me bad. I'm just going to have a load of biscuits. Start tomorrow. Da, da, da. The same old thing I've been doing for years. Got a biscuit tin out. My wife's here and she went, Ah, oh, it's not fair what you're doing. It's not fair. And I do get it. 
living with someone with depression. It's not easy. And you know that they're going to go into something that's going to make it even make themselves feel 10 times worse. They're going to suffer mm. at the way we feel. I do get it. But I also, with what we do, it's very stressful. And mm. sometimes you need a kind of release. And I'm doing something that I'm still functional. You know, like, I don't know, that some people can keep their addiction under control just enough to be coming, you know, functional. I like a functioning, whatever, gambler, whatever they are. And my one's a functioning compulsive overeater. But I want someone just to go, it's going to be all right, not someone to turn on me. Because Well, so look, do you, do you think that comes from the fact that there's no empathy from the people at home because they haven't been through it? I, I think it must be. I'm. I really think it. Must, like, I, I'm. I'm going to have a little bit of sympathy here for people that haven't been through it because I think it must be very hard to understand if you've never had really terrible anxiety, depression. That's very. That's very kind of you, Miles. Yeah. No. 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 Do you know what no. I mean? No. 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 It is hard. No. It is hard. No. Seriously, for people, because you think oh, they're colder, but if you've <clears> never <throat> been through it. This, then it's very hard to try and yeah. empathise or, or understand why, you know, they just it's, think you're being self It's not a five-minute relationship. I've been with this person, you know, for over 30 years, so they've seen it. They know what it is. <laughs> what you said, though, is very true. Unless you suffer from it, unless you actually know what it's like, because what it is, when you're with someone a long time, you've seen them in that on-the-floor place where they look like they want to top themselves, and then the next day they're up and they're all right. Yeah. They've seen that so many times, and it's hard for them to it it's hard for them to grasp. It's confusing because it does look like from the outside, I get it, um, and, and if I didn't suffer from it, I very well may think myself, oh, come on, we ain't got to go through this again, have we? Because yeah. you're gonna be, yeah. all, you're gonna be all right. Yeah. We know you're gonna be. You all always right. are, you yeah. know. And it yeah. might, it might take till Wednesday <coughs> or whenever, whatever day it is. Yeah. It might take till then. But you know, one of these mornings, or you're gonna be all right. Or the biggest thing that drives them mad is that, you know, I'm really laying, laying on the settee with a cover over me suicidal, and then a mate phones up and I'm pissing myself laughing, <laughs> and they go, "Well, he's, he's all right." Yeah. But what it is, he's. Sometimes, I don't know, it's, it's too hard to explain, isn't it? If we could explain it, we could probably solve it and then we all wouldn't be sitting in this little circle talking yeah. about it. No, yeah, absolutely. No, it's very, very true. This is why we're here, isn't it? It is why we're here. Yeah. Um, so, uh, should I, um, I was just going to completely change the subject. I had my um, 50th birthday party Saturday this guy. Had a, do you think I've drove all this way? <laughs> no, look. to sit and talk about your poxy birthday party. <laughs> oh, what a really good night! And I'll no, I tell you what I was going to say. I tell you what I was going to know. Listen, listen, listen. You've listen. really milked it and all. No, he's had two oh. lots of cards off me, two presents. Why have you? Well, he keeps having he keeps having dues, doesn't he? He's going like, to have to buy him one for I, each one. I know. He's got to stop somewhere. You've got to stop now. Right, shall I tell you what I got off him? <laughs> I went in the car. Shall I tell you what I got for him? People was I'll talking what I got, about it. I've got a pair of boxing gloves, which actually is a really good gift, because yeah. I'm thinking of taking that boxing. You're going to And bandages. Me. And bandages. Yeah, yeah go yeah. on, yeah. And, uh, and the other was this really cheap, horrible plaster cast of two men with their heads fused together. Christ knows where you got that. 
Well, that was symbolic, wasn't it? That was symbolic of us working together. And I think that's very ungrateful. And you've probably just sent me into a depression again. Because I, I tried hard. I took a long straight time. down the dump that way. I look, I look, took a long time. And I'll tell you what. Should I tell you something? Go on. See that, that I think this 50s, that little pottery thing, was quite yeah. expensive. So I better I'll not bet went it down wasn't. the dump. It was. Was it? Yeah, it oh, was. Well, it hasn't gone down the Hello, Mark. Can you come in and rescue this podcast? Because we are in trouble here. Right, it's so a we've, big we've, round of applause for our guest today, Mark O'Sullivan. So, Mark, as you probably know, as I mentioned about Lee and Dean quite a bit, Mark plays Dean in Are you Lee telling and Dean. Me? No, I'm telling our <laughs> listeners. There's thousands of people out here. Sorry, it's just because you were looking at me. <laughs> no. Like, well, I just because I'm trying to bring you in, you see. Oh, thanks. So he played Dean in Lee and Dean. He also directed it and, and co-wrote it with myself. And have we Sam, got another? So. We got another one of these, Sam. Another mic, or is it hard to set? Up? All right. Our friend Stu has it. Oh, fine, okay. All right, can we, we can share. Can we can we? share. That's all right, you can share. So we were just, we were just, so um, Mark, welcome, officially welcome to If You're Happy You Know podcast. Thank you. Um, I hope you don't mind me uh, saying this, but Mark is also a co-sufferer of depression and anxiety. It sounds like we share it between <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, we do. We, we pass the baton. He does Tuesdays, I do Wednesday. We do day about and alternate weekends. We do, yeah. How, how are you um, at the moment, Mark? Um Truthfully, truthfully, yeah. go on, go. I'm, I'm not great at the yeah. moment. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm and not. it just shows you what this disease is like because at the moment you should be flying, right? Yeah. yeah. Lee and Dean's out. Everyone's buzzing about it. Fantastic reviews. Couldn't be any better. This is the time you think, oh look, if you've got a depression, you've got to chuck that over your shoulder and enjoy yourself for five minutes. But why do you think that is? I don't know. And I, do you know what? I'm saying exactly the same thing to myself, which is, why the hell aren't you enjoying this? You know, and I don't get me wrong. I am really, really enjoying the fact that the show's out, the, the lovely things that people are saying about it. I'm loving all of that. I'm just, my, I'm just not feeling great. Yeah. You know, I'm just feeling yeah. a bit low in general. Yeah. And yeah. Oh God, what a miserable sod. First no, thing, I don't. I'm in. Look, you're, you're in you're in good company. And and I've been in I've been in this game for years, and I've I've you know I haven't um, had something out that I've developed myself and been has been yeah. like great like your thing has. But I've been in stuff where everyone you know rave reviews and all that, and you think that's the time. But you know I don't know what it is, so I don't know whether it's the little bit of us in our head that go, it's all going to go bandy. Yeah, yeah. it's all going to go wrong. Yeah, I don't know whether it's the fear of success. Yeah, the fear of or it. how it might change you. How it might yeah, change yeah. you. I don't know whether it's well. Well, how am I going to keep it up? I've done that. I can't better that. The next one. The next one. I'm going to get slaughtered on. I don't know what it is or what it is, and I don't even know if you go. Well, do you know what? I've done all this. I thought it was going to make me happy. And it ain't made a prime bit of difference. What's the bloody point? What's the point? So, so that was very... that was Kenneth Williams' last well, entry in his and, diary. And, and that, that was an article, isn't there? That God, upset me yesterday. Yeah. Because it was uh, all over Twitter. It was 30 years since he Kenneth died. Williams. I had a little cry about that. He, and now Kenneth oh, Williams, Williams, he was yeah. he was a desperately unhappy man. I don't know if you've read, read his diaries. They're amazing. And Kenneth, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh Williams? He, no, him of him of uh, Giles Brandreth, sorry. Yeah, that's it. Has I written read, a read fantastic it, yeah. article on his blog all it was about lovely. his relationship with Kenneth Williams and blah, 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 blah. It's very, it's, it's a brilliant article. We used well to, worth to read. we do that sometimes, don't we, in the office when we want to bring, 
bring someone down, we ask them to select a random page from the diary and we read out one of his diary entries from that day and invariably he's miserable. He's really miserable. He's very unhappy. Yeah. There's, there's only a few. He says, I feel, I feel quite good today. There's not have, many, is it? Have you ever mentioned on this podcast a game we sometimes I play? actually, no. no, no. I, I've never heard about it. It's Go on. such yeah. a horrible game. Yeah. Well, there's two versions of it, actually, aren't there? Yeah. One is called Bring Me Down and the other one is called Bring Me Up. Right, right. Okay. And the and the the object of the game is to see if you can ruin one of your friends' days <laughs> in as like few it. words as, as possible. possible. Oh, right? I like so there's, it. There's a trigger word that reminds you of something you've done in your past or something that's made you miserable, and you go, yeah. "Oh, I've forgotten all about that." Thanks for putting that back in my head. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of the game it that we play. And, and then sometimes, and, and let's face it, rarely we play the other version, which is "Bring Me Up," where you try and have the opposite effect. But it's, it's, not, it's nowhere near it's as much as fun. fun. No, it's not. No, it's not as much fun. You know, and I know, it's nothing better. I'm on a low one as well, Mark, by the way. We'll have a little hug. We'll have a little hug. We'll hug it out. But it's nothing better than seeing your mate espresso depresso. Better, is it? It's one of the best lifts you get. Yeah. Because you look at them and you know it's on them. You know you look at them. That's why I asked because I knew it was on you. I know I'm not on my own, and I'm struggling at the moment. And he's. I don't know what's funny about. It. I suppose it's like being in a gang, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's like if I, you know, if I go on set when I've been on different shows, I think he's one. She's one. Do you know what I mean? I know my mates are going to be. Yeah. You know, you know yeah, my yeah, mate's yeah. going to be straight away. And it, and you almost probably subliminally do it without realising. They'll say something or you'll say something that's sort of maybe self-deprecating or, you know, self-loathing, whatever. And he just, they, you go, ah, oh, he's one of he, he, They're one of us. And I think for me, it's usually actually when you're feeling a little bit down yourself, yeah, you kind of want a bit of comfort. You want a bit of comfort, yeah. You want Which to know horrible. you're not alone. No. I mean, that's that's the chiefly the reason for this podcast I've, of people saying they're not Sam, alone. How often have I said to you recently, oh, I preferred it when you were miserable? Daily. It's nothing worse. <laughs> I minute. believe there's nothing worse nothing when worse you than feel Sam down. being happy. No, you being down <laughs> and someone around you being really chipper. It's... Oh! oh it's kill the wor- Oh, you want to murder them, oh, don't you? Oh, it's a nightmare. All that morning! Morning! What's the matter with you? What's the with you? Yeah, you you look a bit fed up. You're yeah. all right. You're yes, right. I yeah, am fed yeah, up. I'm all right, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's hard. Very so, hard. Uh, so what, I was going to sue um, an no, article. I, oh, go on. No, can I, do you mind if I just say this? Because I spoke about this before Mark got here. Is that... When you're really low and you're suffering, so last night it was on me, and the way Maria, my partner, deals with it, and my daughter is more my, my wife, they switch off. Right. <laughs> 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 I know it's a bit. So what I mean is, I get a complete blank and get slagged off. They go cold on it. I want to cuddle, right? I want yeah. to wallow in it for a little bit and then I can come out of it. I'm sure if I had a cuddle and go, look, it's going to be all right. I'm sure that there's a part in me to go, do you know what? I'm going to sort this <coughs> out. But when someone just goes cold in, so basically they knew it was on me. I hit, hit the biscuit tin, topped up in bed, got slagged off <laughs> and I felt woke up. I, you know, I woke up this morning and didn't want a beer. I woke up this morning and I thought, do you know what? I don't even, I don't know what I've got to face yet. I couldn't think. I thought, I don't know what I've heard. And I turned round to look at the clock. Listen to this. Turned round to look at the clock. And sometimes when I get really stressed lately, I'm getting this thing 
where you go where you spin around the room. It's like an what, inner, dizziness. In, inner, inner ear thing. Yeah, they yeah. call it vertigo or whatever yeah. it's called. And I turned around, I spun all around the room. <laughs> and I was just laying in bed, spinning around the room, feeling terrible. I got up like a baby deer, fell all around the front, all around the bedroom, <laughs> brushed my teeth and come out. So, oh God. what I was going to ask you, what I'm trying to get to, I've gone a long way around it. If you don't mind opening up, yeah, yeah, yeah. how does your partner take it mark when you when you when you go under this dark cloud do you know what she's she's great in these moments she is really really, really and genuinely yeah. very very good in these yeah. moments because i think um i'm sure jen won't mind me saying you know she jen jen gets very anxious about things can yeah. get very down about things yeah. but when there's something going wrong in the family or a bit of a crisis or whatever, she's very good at becoming very strong very quickly and very practical as well. And so, like, at the moment, she's just doing this amazing job of kind of holding it all together, you know, when I'm not when I'm not in a great mm. place. Do you um, get a cuddle? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get yeah, a cuddle. Yeah, 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 and do yeah. you get a cuddle and it'll be all right? Yeah, yeah. Sam, I'm asking you now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we're we're quite good because we both suffer from it. Yeah, and so we end up doing that thing where, uh, you know, she'll have a bad day, so I'll sort her out. I have a bad day, she sorts me out. Brilliant. What do you mean uh, sort sort each other out? Yeah, whatever it takes. <laughs> the guy, the guy, like knives. Yeah, sorts yeah. Them out. Like knives. <laughs> Go on in. Uh, yeah, Jill's amazingly. Uh, yeah. Resilient and supportive of me, considering, as far as I know, Jill's never really been through it. Right. Not that I have. And um, so when I had a breakdown in the summer, she was just, I think without Jill, I might have completely gone off the other side, I think. So, um, so here, we're sitting around this table, four-handed, right? Mm. Use all your partners, get the loving cuddle, <laughs> right? It's going to be all right, lovely. I get, it's really unfair, you fat pig. <laughs> right right no wonder I'm depressed no wonder I'm depressed because I want what you've got but having said that I've been with my partner over 30 years so looking back perhaps I did get the cuddles at the beginning and it never worked she got bored of doing it she, yeah. she might it might not worked and, here we go again and is what I was that? saying yeah. is just earlier Mark is that they've seen us recover so many times yeah, you know yeah, they've yeah. seen. So they know they got. They, it's almost like, oh look, you know, in a couple of the days or tomorrow, whenever he's going to get up, he's going to be all right. So I can't be bothered to go through the motions. But I'm finding it really hard to deal with. I want someone to put their arms around me and go, "It's going to be all right." Have you told her that? Yeah, I have. Do you do you want us to tell her? Yeah. If you don't mind, <laughs> should we get her on the phone now? She'd love that. So look, I so this this leads on from I was just saying it was my birthday on Saturday and I felt really loved. It I wasn't was, your birthday on Saturday. Well, it was my birthday do. Oh, he keeps talking. Oh right. Let's talk about you. Does. Let's talk about Ricky and how much he's eating. Again. I can't buy any more cards. I'll never get another home. Call me a fat pig. You know, you said a minute ago about how, you know, Jill's incredibly resilient and yeah. as far as you know, doesn't go through yeah. this stuff. I think Jill's got her own battles, doesn't she? You think? Oh, With you. Well, I didn't say that. You did? Well, who did then? He did. <laughs> when? At least just now. Just now. Couldn't care less. Well, it's like it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs>
we joke about things yeah. amongst all of us yeah. that yeah. are so dark. Yeah. You know, things yeah. that happen to each of us. Yeah. so dark and so horrible. Some of the things we say to each other. Absolutely atrocious. But it's funny because you know the intent isn't there. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's... In fact, what you actually mean is entirely the opposite. Because what you're trying to do is make someone laugh. So it's kind of. But I'm trying about, to make light of the situation to make to take their mind off it. Exactly that. So, yeah, so Mark is our guest. Let me ask Mark. When did you first know Mark that you it was on you? Oh yeah, we haven't done this yet. Oh, yeah. how yeah. old were you? You know what it is because we're so close already. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. someone. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, of course. Yeah, so, come in close, Mark. I was it. I was a bit of an odd kid. Right, I don't, I don't mind telling you that <laughs> yeah, okay. I was an odd kid, and I, yeah. you know, and I did. I spent a lot of time as a kid, kind of by myself, doing weird, sort of creative things. And I think that's, you know, part of who I am and, and what's made me me. So I think I always had a bit of a sort of a melancholy about me, and my way out of it was performing. Yeah, and and you know, sort of making things up and doing silly voices, and then when my Dad died very suddenly when I was 15. You know, quite understandably, that affected me yeah, in, a in quite one. a bad way. And a and I don't know, looking back on it, I don't know if the things that I did or, or the people around me kind of supported me with were the right things or the wrong things or, or, you know, neither of those. But I did, you know, it's the first time I had kind of antidepressants was when I was about 15, 16. Oh, so quite. I didn't really realise you as young as that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, they were... This is, you know, 25 years ago, and mm. they were sort of a bit more like horse pills back well, then. Well, no, yeah. I'm going to say pharmaceuticals have been finessed a lot exactly. since then. Yeah, they yeah. really have, yeah. And I remember just feeling like a zombie for a couple of weeks and then thinking, fuck that, and, yeah. and you know, not bothering with them and sort of getting on with life. But, um, yeah, sort of anxiety has always been present. And then, you know, very sadly, and I know that you're, you're both Sam and Miles will be dying to make a joke of this. My mum died when I was 20, and... You know, things kind of. God, they'd be, they'd be spiteful. I'll be honest. Laughing, Let me so say, it's, it, his father's death was far funnier than his mum's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Way his dad died. I don't mind telling you. Way his dad you. died is a cracker. Hold on. You'll love me. Go on. I don't mind telling you, Miles, one of Miles' favourite things to do yeah. is a life, a, a recreation of my father's death. An event at which, Ricky, neither he nor I were present. And, I, and, and I'll say, your dad wasn't there either, really, was he? No, well, he was dying. He was. Well, he, he, he's very terrible. sudden. This is terrible. That's no, terrible. It's awful, but it makes me laugh. It, is it makes me laugh. I mean, this is how we, did, this, this yeah. is how we, deal, how we with deal with that sort of nonsense. Isn't it? And yeah. I, you know, all joking aside, to lose your parents... At fifteen and twenty, must have been. Mm. And you said you were pretty much homeless at twenty, weren't you? Oh uh, yeah, I mean it was awful. And I and then yeah, I didn't have any money, didn't have a home, and then I spent a year cleaning the the floor of a basement <laughs> in a factory. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, that was my you know so my dark, dark, it was awful. It was it was awful, but you know it, I. I I don't think I'd be who I am doing no. what I do exactly. without no. every one of those See, things See, that's happening. the thing. If I had never, well, that's a very, very, very good point. If I'd never suffered from depression and anxiety and had all those experience, awful experiences at school and blah, 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 I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now and I wouldn't be the person I am now. So probably incapable of doing and what the, I'm doing now. So actually it's... 
What's funny about that? <laughs> what are you doing? You got it back on yourself quick, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, oh, we don't miss the bell. Oh, no, no. We'd be, but, we'd be back on. at the 50th birthday party in a hang minute. On, hang on a minute. <laughs> I was just about to say, and I suspect that's the same for all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, well, Mark's just said it shapes you as an individual, I, I, I know Mark will be all right with this. We won't go into what it was or how it was, but me and Mark have both suffered a bit of abuse along the way, right? So it could be, you know when people go, oh, it's from your childhood, it's from this, it's from that. It comes from different things. Yeah. So me and him have got that in common. I don't know if you've suffered any abuse or anything, Sam. No? I don't think so. No? Not, so, not yet. No, I don't, I don't mind talking about it. But what I'm saying about that is that, when you've gone through something like that, you can go, oh, that's why they suffer from it. Yeah. But it's, but this this depression thing can come on, and it's no more easier for you or, or, or you, Sam. It's no more easier for Miles and Sam to cope with this depression than it is for us. Than it yeah, is for yeah, us absolutely. because you haven't. Sometimes it's someone you know can grow up in this lovely little. I don't think they exist, but these lovely little sort of house on the prairie family, where everything's lovely, but they really still suffer from it. Yeah, mm. everyone's got their own shit going everyone's on. Everyone's yeah, got they their have. Own they absolutely going. have. So I think we said before, there's a million and one reasons why you would suffer from depression, anxiety, but the, the actual symptoms are pretty much universal for everyone, regardless of what the actual causes are. We all have those sort of dreadful sinking things, like you've got black tar going around your body. We horrible. Can't sleep. You can't I've never eat. Heard that. Don't know what you're oh, talking about. Oh, it's just black tar. Uh, black tar. What do you but it's the it's the most pitiful. So I'm going to lift the mood got, a bit now. I think you've got a special pathetic version of depression. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll, it, I'll lift the mood. We've had I'll it checked out, and you're on your own with this one. <laughs> I'm going to lift the mood. Go I'm going to lift the mood without going to his fiftieth birthday party. Again? Yeah. So oh, I've got please. one. Mark. Every week I've tried to get him to talk about. We found this fantastic story. For oh, the French the story. Oh, the French story. <laughs> now, I know this story of old, and I've been oh, listening to this in the podcast, and I'm loving it. I love it. This is a special. Miles, I've got a new... So each this week... This is you now. Each this week, I'm, all about I'm you. trawling the roller decks of my mind, trying to remember new little bits, okay. and I found I remembered a new bit that oh. I think you'll love. Okay. Right, so can we, just, can we set the scene? Set the scene. Set the scene. So I gave you the, the story where I went to the party and she's leaning against my car. Hmm. Right. Right. Okay. And that was that was the night before <laughs> I got the ferry. Because right. you remember, so the idea was... Is this like, Paris? Is this no, Paris? no, it was in, in, it was in um, Northern, St. Marlow in Brittany. Oh, Brittany. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I'd made the decision, I think on the third or fourth day I was there, that I was going to go home. So I went, just to, just to recap for the listeners, I went to the ferry port and was told by the ferry port or the people selling tickets there's no room on the ferry for five days so hang on sorry just to just to rewind <laughs> yeah. a little bit you you were you were dumped the moment you got there no i was dumped about two or three days in yeah okay oh, that's good yeah. For... yeah yeah so oh, she waited bless her she no. waited yeah a yeah. nice family meal um and <laughs> oh we had so a lovely bite to, to ferry, eat yeah oh, and i went geez. down to the fer- oh marvelous went down to the ferry port because uh, no internet back then and they sort of basically said look it's a very busy time of year the next ferry, in, cause, in and because you've got a car, yeah, in French, yeah. uh, the next time you can get a ferry is in five days. I thought, I don't I've got to wait five days to get back home, knowing I had this away. So anyway, yeah. in the interim time, bits and bobs went out. And one, the night before I went, I think my ferry was something like nine in the morning, um, there was a party. She said, I'll oh, come along. I was like, I oh, know. So I went to this party, and it was dreadful. And that was the night that I saw her leaning on my car, snogging some bloke. It was just horrendous. Anyway, so I, anyway, I thought I made that decision. We've thought, done this. This so we've done this on. last week. I went so fresh. You know meat. I said. You know I said. <laughs> we want something. Listen, no, I'll remember. 
I remembered. Listen, for our listeners, he basically went to France, got dumped. He was all dressed up, got a complete blank. Waited to wait five days to come home. We know about the ferry. If you want to hear all about that, go to one of the previous episodes. Give me something new. Hit it. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. So got go. back to the house. So do you remember I said I sat in the ferry port yeah. one in the morning? But before I got back to the house about 11 and I was in such a state. Yeah. I was in such a state. And I'd run out of fags. I'd smoke, I'd been smoking. Oh, so you smoked? Yeah. Oh, I was in such a state. I was smoking yeah. so much. Good. And this is the day of traveller's checks. So you didn't mm. have a car to get money out. And I'd, I literally had a handful of francs on me, not enough to buy a packet of fags. I had no fags. I was in such a state. Yeah. I got back, quickly shoved a load of stuff in my suitcase. I thought, I'm going to go. And I was, I remember I was in her room and I got back and her mum answered. I was in her room and I was, I was bursting to tears in her room. Yeah. Good. And her brother came in. He's <laughs> oh, about he's about thirteen. I was yeah. like, going, <laughs> yeah, packing yeah. my case, and he said, <clears throat> he said, um, uh, "Your game, Mars." And I explained uh, what happened, and I said, and I said, "I've got no. I want some facts. I've got no money." He said, Do "You know what he did." Uh, While sitting there sobbing, he emptied out his little jar of Franks on, uh, on her bed and helped me buy a packet of fags. Uh, 13-year-old boy trying to help me with a packet of fags. That's disgusting. Well, I'm just saying. So you took the boy's money out of his piggy bank to buy a snout. And I said, I'll pay you, but I never did. No wonder she dumped you. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, well done. It happened the other way around, didn't it? Yeah, she dumped oh. me. She knew, though. She uh, knew you'd take money off What was her name? Mm. Oh, no, you can't. Don't say that. Don't, don't say that. No. No, but she was lovely looking, wasn't she? Oh, she's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette. Jeanne of Arc. The Lula. Lulu. Alors, my little meat cake. You're dumped. Lulu, pièce de résistance. Does every now and then something happen and you you think of her, even now? Oh, every hour he mentions it. Every hour. Every hour. Mm. Even on our wedding day. That was what my speech was about. The wedding day. <laughs> the whole uh, speech. The whole speech was about her. Uh, Jill understood. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it wasn't that great story, but I just remember a little bit of her brother having to give me a load of francs to buy a packet of fags on the way home. And that was the last time I ever saw her was at the party. Right. No contact from her at all. Have you ever looked her up on Facebook? Yeah. Is she there? Yeah. Show us. No. Why not? Because there's no profile pictures on her thing. It's all pictures of wild animals on her Facebook. Oh, uh, it's one of those. Uh. Oh, you know what he's frightened? He's frightened of it being fat. That's what he's frightened of. <laughs> Why would I he's be frightened fr- yeah, of it? Because I've had it. I've had it myself. People look you up and he's not who you was. <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, look at the size look of him. Look at the size of him. <laughs> all of a sudden he's it's like Kim Jong-un. <laughs> He's uh, um, so I tell you what, just, just talking about, we were talking a bit about karma last week, and I said about what I love. One of the things I love, Mark, is just being in um, free flowing on the motorway, and on the opposite side of the motorway, they're in really heavy traffic. I don't know, it's something they're lovely that feels. I know. Mm. And I used to lay in bed and listen to the traffic. So I was giving it all that last week, and we was all laughing about it and talk about karma. This is what's happened to me. I'll just tell you a couple of bits that have happened because to keep it brief. I've done a, I've done a, a gig Friday night down um, Chiswick. So I've done Chiswick. I slipped in the Marx's garage after to get a few bits. Going to have a little binge up. Done the gig, went well. <laughs> right? I've got blocked in. I've gone in. I've gone round Marx's, loaded me little um, basket up. Geezer's come over. He's gone... If you don't move your car, you're going to get blocked in for a couple of hours. That's the bloke who fills all the petrol and diesel up, whatever. So 
I've waited there. The lorry driver's keeping me in the waiting room. Got the needle with him a bit. And I thought, do you know what? I'm buying all that crap. I'm better off not eating it. I drove straight out of the garage and I thought to myself, right, what I'll do, I won't go down the 406. I'll do the M25. <laughs> it's a nice, It's a nicer run. Right, is it's a it? nicer run, is it? And it, I'll tell you what, it's not a lot in it. Four oh six M twenty five. It's not a lot in it, but it's a nicer run because I can come off early and go through the country lanes. Bump, get on the M twenty five. The the exit for the M twenty five is closed, <laughs> but they said it's a diversion. Go up to the next exit. I thought it's got to take me off here. It's going to be no diversion signs. So I thought, okay, it must be the next one. I carry on. Every exit was closed up till nearly Oxford. <laughs> Oxford. I may, may I never move up to nearly Oxford, so I'm driving nearly an hour before I can come back on myself, right? I was actually... Oxford, that's miles away. I got to the point, when I hit Denham, when I hit <laughs> Denham, I'm High Wycombe, I got to the point where I was going to just get out and hit one of the geezers on the side mending the roads because I was so fuming that they never they never put a diversion sign up I had to come it just took me so it took me a normally 40 minute journey home took me over two hours <laughs> right in, in, it was just an absolute nightmare and I thought oh do you know what that is definitely karma for me taking the piss out of people stuck in go. traffic can I, sorry to ask this. Yeah. Um, it's just because I'm really quite hungry. Yeah. What did you what did you buy? What did I buy? I bought <laughs> did the you get um, Percy Pigs. I've gone I was <laughs> no, no, I, I like a Percy Pig though. <laughs> Same. Oh, yeah. Everyone likes a Percy Pig. It, they? I'll tell you what I bought. I bought these um it was chicken, three different flavours I bought, and it was it was free What for, whole chickens? No, no, it's little yeah, They little, were, they're old chickens, that, weren't they? No, they wasn't. <laughs> Three for seven quid. Three, three, three for seven quid. They was like little, um, what are they? Drums, oh, the little fillet, drumsticks fillet. and all that. There was oh. the China, there was the Chinese, oh, I know the, ones, I know. the spicy, yeah. and the other thing. I was going to have them on the choir, and then, you know. <laughs> I, I will be truthful, I was eyeing up the reduced Easter egg, so I was eyeing, eyeing up the reduced <laughs> Easter egg. Have you seen that there? Yeah. I've seen it. Have I seen it? I, I took my eyes off it. <laughs> it's finest and all, isn't Who's it? Who's this at, Sam? Uh, that's actually not mine so you can't have it there, can't there's an easter egg it. in the room for people who are wondering what we're talking about so look um, before we uh, we must be nearly there Sam we've got to be there yeah we should but, finish off well, really. I, got a bit, I was going to get a bit of news just very bit of quick news because I was uh, just say to look at what's going on in current affairs in terms of depression so article in the on the BBC it's also on the Guardian it's, it's kind of everywhere at the moment but there was an article about ketamine and how helpful that is for depression. So according to the BBC site, and this was put up this morning, ketamine has fast-acting benefits for depression. Ketamine has shown promise in the rapid treatment of major depression, suicidal thoughts, a US study has said. So as you know, um, it is uh, a tranquilizer, but also psychotropic uh, effects as well, which apparently has been incredibly useful for depression. So in small quantities, it's a bit like the mushroom story last week. It has helped people that have up till now tried a lot of other medication help and it hasn't helped them, but ketamine well, has. Well, Mark said when he... Because it is an horse tranquilizer. It isn't is, it? yeah. So Mark said right at the beginning, when he was fifteen or so, and he first went on the antidepressants, they was like big horse tablets. That you might have been on ketamine years ago, and that's where you got them wrong. Nah, no, 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 no. Because if it was ketamine, it would have worked. Would well, it? That's what yeah. the, that's what the, well, that's, that's what, what they reckon. Well, so, yeah. look, so it says here. 
the trial looked at 68 people at imminent risk of suicide. All patients were treated with a stain hospital antidepressants. In addition, half were given ketamine in the form of... Uh, a nasal spray interesting mm. um, the study found that these uh, those with the ketamine had a much greater improvement in depression symptoms at points over the first four weeks of treatment however at 25 days the effects are completely leveled out so what they're saying is what's great about ketamine because with traditional antidepressants they can take five or six weeks to work whereas ketamine looks like it's it can work very very quickly should we uh, should we jump on the dark web and have a look because <laughs> uh, I, I, I was I've saying do you remember I was saying to you I, I remember I remember being given the citalopram and then you said, there's every chance you'll feel worse before you feel better. And I thought, well, it's a bit like taking a pill for a headache and so your headache get worse before. It's like, what? So apparently this ketamine is, uh, can help really help. So maybe it's an interim thing. You take both and it sort of wakes We're up. not endorsing ketamine. No, not at all. No, no but these have been proper scientific studies. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, so people just giving it a go. Mark being our guest, let's finish off. I don't want to put you on the spot, Mark. But let's finish up. Perhaps just tell us a little story where depression, if you can think of one, might have affected might have affected you. Ooh. and that can be funny or unfunny or yeah, sad. Any, anything you. you like. Something that's been quite profound, perhaps. <laughs> Not on the spot at all. Oh, can you think of anything? Well, um, during your life, that sort of where maybe it may have had a a big effect. I tell you, I don't, this probably doesn't. This probably doesn't fit. Doesn't matter. But hasn't got, got a fit. I tell you what, and it. I tell you something that changed my life, and mm. properly changed my life. Because yeah. my, I've got one of those twitching. Br- Stop twitching. Sorry. I've got one of those brains that is more likely to go to a sort of a dark catastrophe sort of place than it is to a positive place. Mm-hmm. That's my kind of default. You know, I'm going to see what's wrong with something before I'm going to see what's right with it. Um, And I read a book when I was about 23, 24. Um, I can't remember the name of. That's really, uh, that's really helppful, isn't it? No, it doesn't matter. We'll find find it. It was by, it was by a guy called, I think it's called Andrew Matthews or Arthur Matthews. You know, I'm going to be looking it up. And it's something about how to be happy. And it's one of those books that if you walk past it in Waterstones, you know, you wouldn't want to be seen picking it up because okay. you'd feel embarrassed about it, you know. Okay. And it was around at a friend's house, house-sitting for a friend, and I, I, and I read this book over the course of a couple of evenings, and it just changed my life. It 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 was all about just, you know, actually just be positive, just yeah. be positive about things. You know, think about nice things happening instead of bad things happening. And that book absolutely changed my life and even though you know i obviously i still do suffer from it's one depression. of the look of it happens in that show it is being happy being happy by, by andrew matthews okay and it's got loads of pictures in it which is really oh, useful do you know i remember you lending me that book would that be good yeah, for me you would it pictures? Hey, pictures perfect you hear it perfect yeah. for me pictures yeah. i'll color them in and the only reason i'm saying i'm only the only reason i'm saying it is because and it's not particularly funny or yeah. profound <coughs> is that i just remember thinking oh i can look at i can look at life in a different way and this is after mm. my parents had died and all of that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, stuff was pretty bad, but I can look at things in a different way. And yes, I'm still suffering. And yes, I'm still having low moments. You know, I'm in, I'm in one at the moment. But whenever I'm able to put myself in that, actually, there are always good things to be had and good things happening if you, if you look for them place. I'm, I'm yeah. so much happier. 
It's very, yeah. and I, I think that's a that's a lovely thing. Sometimes when you read something, you think, oh, I'd never even thought about that's the way I could no. be. But it is incredibly difficult to do that when you're absolutely under the cosh of depression. To try and you lift yourself from that darkness and try and see happiness thing can be very, very hard, you know. And and trying the, to apply that, and the yeah. and something that totally flies in the face of that. And I'm going to make. I think you know how I feel about this, Mars. Yeah. But I'm going to make a real admission here, confession. Mm-hmm. I know how much you you kind of think about mindfulness and how much it has mm. helped you. For some reason, I've also got one of those brains that doesn't like things that lots of people like. Yeah. yeah. I kind of feel I immediately turned off by something. I understand that. And mindfulness really annoys me, and I know it shouldn't. Yeah. Because I, I, I know it really that. helps loads of people. Yeah. Do, you know what, do you know what I feel about it? You know when you read that book, and then whenever I've read anything or I've heard anything that's helped me, the the overwhelming feeling of it all is I'm not alone. Yep. Mm. Right? Yeah. And that is the biggest help for oh, me. And that's yeah, one of the absolutely. reasons I'm sitting around this table doing this, to let people know they're not alone. But at the same time, I totally agree with you where you said, what I, is, I don't want to be alone, but I don't want to be like everyone else. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, what I want to do is I want to go to a little geezer in some room around the back of East Ham somewhere and he goes, ah, there it is. You've got a really rare thing. This little bone's out of place. I'm just going to click it back. I've only ever seen two others in the world like this. I'm going to do it. But your, your one's slightly different because it sticks out a little bit more. I'm going to click it. Boop, there you are. Lovely. Do you mind yeah. me saying this quickly? Yeah. No, so go I on. I had this one. So the first counselling I ever had, the, yeah. the first therapy I ever had, it had a special name. I can't remember it, right? Yeah. But it was me in a room with a counsellor. Yeah. And then there were four other counsellors sitting at the other end of the room in a little semicircle. And every 20 minutes or so through the session, my counsellor would stop and look over to them and they would discuss what they'd just heard as if I wasn't there. Yeah. And it's That's the best weird. thing. It's like being on Parkinson. How? <laughs> you know what I mean, like That's a yeah. weird one, it isn't it? Is that a type of therapy? Yeah, then? yeah. Is it yeah. To... But then when it, when I tried Makes to look for it important, after, yeah, exactly. It was lovely. <laughs> it was, it was all about me. Yeah, it's all about me. And I remember my that therapist saying to me, you know, she asked if she could write a paper on my experience. Yeah. She said you seem to have done bereavement in a different way to other people. And I felt yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Marco Sullivan, doing bereavement better. But then the other hand, you're absolutely right. There is a sense of you want to be part of the crowd, but you want to be alone as well. You want to feel that what you're doing is individual and you're special, blah, blah, blah. Unique. And unique, yeah. Yeah. But you also want to feel that I'm not the only person that's been struggling like this because that makes you feel very alone. And and so, when you know, something like where's a big collaboration of people doing everything the same way can make you feel like, no, I'm not one of them, you know. But everyone, whatever you do... You do it whenever I've done anything like that, gone away and done them sort your life weekends out or da da da. Whatever you do, you do in your own way. Yeah. And you get from it. People when they do the twelve step program, it's it's a program that's quite really rigid in itself, but everyone does it their own way and it's their it's their own journey. So that's a big thing. So let's just let's just Close this podcast because I know you've been in a bit of a stand. Look, I put my hand on the show, a little massage to let you know. <laughs> we can finish on talking about your 50th birthday. No, nah, you're all right. Believe it. <laughs> no, Believe no, it. Goes, no, Do you know goes. what I was going to ask? Because we've got Go Mark on. as a guest, and Go I was going to ask Go Mark. On. So, 
so you were saying earlier on that Mark's struggling, and you are struggling, mm. uh, but on paper you should be running down the road like Castavola clicking your heels because you've got yeah. a series out, it's really successful, and everyone thinks it's brilliant, and you're brilliant, blah, 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 blah. So, and you, as you said, you think, why, why am I not happy? Okay, mm. so what is, I'm going to ask all of you, just have a quick thing. What is your simple content place? And it doesn't necessarily mean someone going, you're brilliant. Just a little thing you do, maybe on a day-to-day basis or a weekly basis or something that you do, you think, that is when I feel really content and relaxed and me. And it's kind of like, and it's really simple. And it's not, it's just something that you do. Mine, do you know where I feel absolutely at my most peaceful Mm -hmm. is when... I'm working, so like when we're filming something, Mm -hmm. when we're in the middle of a really ridiculously hard day of stuff and we're in a scene and we're directing and we're moving from one to another, I love that. But But can I ask you, do you think that's because you can get lost in that and not be left alone with your head? I don't know because I feel like I'm in my head at the you, same you, time. You, so actually, so you, you feel like you feel like it's because you've got something to do. Well, I I, I just feel like I'm doing part the of thing something that makes me happy, happy, and yeah. what what makes you yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Being creative, and there are a lot. Don't get me wrong. No, there are lots good. of other times. You know, you know, yeah. being with family, being with the kids. Yeah, of course. You know, being silly, all, but, all that stuff. But yeah. in that really, really sort of focused place is yeah. where I feel really feel happy. Good. Uh, Sam, Sam, what about you? I, I was thinking about other things until then, until Mark just said that, and I think actually I'm, it's probably the same thing. I feel like when there's when I'm working, I'm doing something I really want to do. But I think I'd add to that and say it's when there's an element of pressure involved. So it's not like, you know, when we're just sitting down writing or editing or whatever, because, you know, you can kind of take that as it comes and there's no sort of real urgency to get things out. But like you say, when we're on a shoot and we're running around, we've got to get things done at a certain time and all this sort of nonsense. When there's a time pressure, when it's time sensitive, mm. that's when I... Yeah, I, I'm like yeah. I would say the same actually. Um, well, I I would say I'm very happy when I'm performing and stuff like that. But I I was going to twist it. But I feel very excited and energized. Masturbating. Masturbating's really good, mm. especially the afterglow. Cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, but actually, when I feel the most content, as in just like mm, that sort of feeling, I think it's um, all right. It's my phone. It's Sorry. your phone buzzing. Joe, <laughs> um, you know I'm most content. Quite a lot of Thursday when the comet arrives, and I sit down, pour myself a bit, a little bag of nuts, and I read the obituaries. I really enjoy that. Nasty. He's not right, is he? He's <laughs> <No>. not right. <laughs> really bizarre. So I'm going to. But I do. It's just that I love reading the local rag. Mark. I really enjoy that. I really like reading the local paper. It feels like no, there's no pressure or anything on you. You're just kind of in that spot. The best I ever feel, and the happiest I ever feel, is when. Right, thanks everyone for tuning in this week and uh, episode 12, can't believe it. <laughs> Go on. That was interested. I think my, my my happy place is doing someone a good turn because... Yeah. It, oh, that's it, make us feel bad. No, no, because it makes me feel worthy and I feel yeah, the, I big, the, the big thing... Oh, big thing with depression is... Fe- GoPro. Fe- ...is feeling worthless. Thanks for that. It's really nice. <laughs> Now, you were so I'll tell you, horrible tell you, to me I'll last tell you week. my happy place Bollocks, you were is, so when, a- is when we stop this show and I'll punch you all round his front room. <laughs> <laughs> so 
See you all next week. No, Thanks but I know I get that. I get that. Nah, whatever. Can well, everyone say bye? See you bye, next bye, week. Bye, bye. See you next week. Bye. Big thanks to Marco. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Bye, 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 bye.